Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read every chapter on Viz's website of Shonen Jump, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And today we read volume six of Sailor Moon because I thought it was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Had to get to the part where Sailor Neptune and Sailor Uranus Uranus show up. I, every other planet was coming to my head. I'm like, not that one, not that one, not that one, not that one, mm-hmm. not that one. Sailor Planet X. Mm-hmm. Sailor Kuiper Belt, my favorite. Yes. So yeah, we will talk about that after we stumble through Shonen Jump. I'm incredibly low energy today, and we're doing this much later than normal. So yep. we're going to see how it goes. Yep. Uh, what did you think about Shonen Jump, Kevin? It's a distant memory for me. It, it's a bit of a distant memory. We got Ayakashi Triangle back. That's at least somewhat good news. We know, oh yeah, just 74 and 75 won't be published. Like, okay, I, I would still like some info, but... No, not, none for you. I also thought it was kind of a bad Ayakashi Triangle, but... Really? We'll I thought I liked this one. It wasn't like, oh, this is the worst one they've ever done. But it was very low energy compared to the last few. I didn't super love it. But first, we have Mashal Magic and Muscles to talk about. We're on chapter 93, Mash Bernadette and the Water Magic User. I like the end of this chapter a lot. Mm-hmm. It's it's not the classical gag. It's the classical gag crossed with some genuine shonen bullshit yep where he skips a stone across a water barrier it's pretty okay yeah i thought that was pretty cool i always like his i'm gonna call them grade school solutions to problems you know like i'll just hit harder or it's like oh he set up a water barrier cool i'll just skip stones over it you know like all right that's pretty cool yeah i enjoyed that bit it was a pretty decent mashal i don't know that i have anything more to say on it unfortunately i'm afraid that's how all of these are gonna go yeah, there might be a bit of that with uh, the lateness of this. Both of us are low energy today, and, you know, it's been a while. Yeah. Next up, we have Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 172, Tokyo Number 1 Colony Part 12. I think this fight is over, and I want this fight to be over, so that's exciting. Yeah, I like this fight a lot more than you did, so I'm st- I was still enjoying it. You know, I like the, the guy's like, ha, I have a receipt for a house. Like, that was just funny to me. That was very Final Fantasy Seven. Yes. When the house comes and attacks you in the arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it all right. Like I said, I haven't been super hot on this fight. I didn't love the conclusion. The pool seemed not like total deus ex machina, way more convenient stuff has happened in shonen fights, mm-hmm. and I've been fine with it. But I, there's a pool under the gym. I'm like, well, I guess it's Japan. That kind of makes sense. But Well, and there's also the fact that Megumi kind of like picked this arena. So like, it's not a, oh, of course, the area that we're fighting in. It was like, he literally went, I'm going to fight here. Like he decided the battleground. So it makes sense that he would have some reason for it other than I wanted a big empty space. I thought it was because he needed an enclosed space to make his half done domain. I mean, it's probably like multiple, like, I like the fact that it's, you know, essentially multiple reasons, not just like, uh, this room will do, you know, you had a bit of, oh, I could use this and then I could use this if I need it. Yeah. I'm happy this fight's over. It wasn't a terrible conclusion, Mm -hmm. but my feeling is just like that, that happened. Fair. Next up, we have Elusive Samurai chapter 47, face 1335. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? Your face is telling me uh, I don't oh, yes. remember this chapter. I I don't remember this chapter very much. This is the one where the guy's uncle shows up. Who, oh, yeah. His true intentions are literally written on his face, which is very elusive samurai. Yeah, I like that fun. gag. Yeah, I, I, I remember now. I really liked that gag where, you know, they're making a riff on the fact that I was like, oh, I can read your thoughts on your face. 
to I can literally read your thoughts on your face, which is just funny. Yeah, and then a ninja attacks them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh no, ninjas are badasses. Yep. They won't even have to war us. They'll just kill us with ninjas. Well, it wasn't just they'll just kill us with ninjas. It was, oh no, they're sending spies after us and they can just reveal our identities and we're screwed. Yeah. So I like that chapter quite a bit. Yeah. I, I don't have much more to say about it, unfortunately. The gag, like I said, is very elusive samurai. Mm-hmm. And I hope this character stays around for a little bit in the background. Yeah. No, he was cool. So next up, we have Blue Box, Chapter 37. Hello! Which was pretty good for Blue Box. I wasn't one of the ones I don't like. I like that Chino is sleeping and be like, hey, are you dating that girl? You have to tell me if you're dating that girl Mm. while he's sleeping. Yes. And she's like, I'm pissed off that you hid that you're dating that girl who he's not dating. Yes. And is oblivious to the fact. Yeah. I I really like that moment. And then he wakes up and he's like, "Was, was somebody just here? Yeah, this is probably not an anime trope. I'm probably fine. Yep. And Chinatsu's nationals are starting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty good uh, chapter of Blue Box, I thought. Which, yeah. In contrast to everything else where I was like, that happened. Mm-hmm. Anything else you wanted to add on it, Kevin? Nope. That'll bring us to Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 114, Battle of the Eldest Children. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I thought it was fairly cute. I kind of like these two get along like cats and dogs, but then they're like... The literally the only time we get along is when we're talking about the rest of the family. Yeah, I really liked it too. Although I have this note that says the ending feels really rushed. Remember that because you'll forget. And I forget how it ends, so I don't know. They kind of just make up and deal with it. And I, I would kind of agree it felt a little rushed. I, I imagine I ranked it slower than I might have otherwise because of the ending because I made this specific note. Mm-hmm. Because I remember liking it fairly well. The ice cream bits are funny. It's the two eldest siblings are fighting, obviously. Yes. And Taiyo is trying to stop it from becoming a physical fight. Mm -hmm. Because Mitsumi told him to. Well, not just that. She's like, they they will get into a physical confrontation and start destroying everything around them. And we don't want to pay for the damages. Yep. I thought it was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Next up, as we said, we have the return of Ayakashi Triangle, Chapter 76, Steamy Manipulation. And like I said, I didn't super like this chapter. I like the premise fairly fine with Shadow Suzu tricking one of the Ayakashi into brainwashing Matsuri so he thinks he was always a girl and is a girl. But I don't think anything has been done with that yet that's particularly fun in this chapter. Like I like like the the premise fine, but none of the gags landed for me. I liked him meeting his only guy friend. And then I'm very excited for what's going to happen next week when the rest of the girls round on him and Matsuri's just like, oh, you're so cool and dependable, bro. And is like falling in love with him. But she's like, what's your name? So I guess she also doesn't remember anything, which seems weird. Yeah. She's had all of her memories erased. So like she thinks she's a girl and she doesn't know her own name. So I'm and the Tanuki cannot reverse the thing because he doesn't know how he really didn't know how he did it in the first place. Shadow May was just manipulating him to go do it. So I'm looking forward to how this goes. Yeah, I like the premise a lot. So Mm -hmm. definitely there could be future chapters where I'm like, oh, that was pretty fun. But Mm -hmm. this one, I feel like they didn't really do anything with it. Okay, I liked it. I liked the meeting the overly muscular gym teacher man who like rips out of his clothes. And she's like, oh, God, it's a pervert. That was a little funny. But I feel like we've seen that exact joke before. And it wasn't probably funnier with Matsuri instead. Fair. Last but not least, we have Ayashimon Chapter 9, Over My Dead Body. Uh, what did you think of Ayashimon this week? This Kevin? is pretty cool. We've got older sister is a 
giant wolf demon thing. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Amaterasu-esque, as what yes. I wrote down. What, and she doesn't have to draw the knife. It just, the knife just has to be drawn. Yeah. I thought that bit was cool. The main character tries to do a JoJo at mm-hmm. the villain, and it doesn't work, and I like that. Yes. We also get some intense shown in, like, oh, I don't want to lose stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I continue to like Ayashimon pretty well. Yeah, no, it's. I thought it was very good. No One Piece this week, so that's all we're talking about in detail. Is there anything else you wanted to say on Shonen Jump stuff? Nope, maybe it'll come back to me when we're ranking stuff. But... Yeah, well, that will take us into Jump Card then. Jump card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump from our least favorite up to our favorite. I remember everything this week seemed incredibly even to me. The stuff at the top was slightly better. There were two things at the bottom that I thought were really bad. Okay. And everything else seemed very flat to me. So what do you have at 19, Kevin? So I have Protect Me Shugamaro at 19, and I actually remembered something very weird. The newest chapter wasn't on the app when I was reading it. So it was on the website. Yes, it was. I, so, Because I, I, I went through them all and I was like, oh, I guess there wasn't a chapter of Protect Me Shugamaro. And then I went on the website to read Aikashi Triangle and saw that there was. I was like, wait, what? That, that seems like a censorship thing, given the content of Protect Me Shugamaro this week, which Possibly. I am now remembering. And, and I put it slightly higher because the first time they did that joke, I thought it was genuinely funny. And then they ran it into the ground and then ran it over with a tractor and then backed the tractor up and then got a bigger tractor to run it over with and Mm -hmm. then backed that tractor up over it. Yeah. But I have me and Roboco at 19. I genuinely don't remember anything that happened in it, just that I didn't like it. Same. It's my number 18. And that's where I have Protect Me Shigumaro. Because like I said, I genuinely laughed when the penis joke happens the first time. But then they're like, now let's throw a hat on it. Now let's throw that hat a hat. Now mm-hmm. let's use polymerization to fuse my triply with my baseball hat. Mm-hmm. And now let's literally frame it like, okay, we can stop now. Yeah. What do you have at 17? That's where I have the peas. I, I legitimately don't know where this is going. He's walking through the woods thinking about for Elise, And then, oh yeah, this guy is a, a genius otaku who's going to teach you about music theory. Sure. Whatever. Some 13-year-old kid who lives out in the woods alone. Also, other music student is like, oh, I have to be in a music battle. I have to do something in this mm-hmm. series. Um, uh, and their music teacher is like, don't worry, I'm going to teach you. I'm not actually going to do anything. I'm just going to kind of like hang around and make snarky comments at you. Yeah. I was like, what? Okay. I, I went to the Master Roshi school of teaching music. <laughs> oh, wait, no. He at least put turtle shells and made them deliver milk. Yeah, I was like, he made them do stuff and actually showed them how to do things. This guy literally has just been like, don't worry, I'll teach you at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> to be fair, they are on summer break. Yeah. Now, or spring break. I don't know. Uh, here's where things really flatten out for me. I have high school family at 17. Okay. It just had that real strong, could be reading Haikyuu yep. energy. I didn't think it was particularly bad, the way high school family is sometimes. The no. ending was fine. But like we were talking about last week, he's really trapped himself with this arc mm-hmm. and- He's just trapped there. Yep. No, it's my number 16. I completely agree with you. I'm like, it, it's not that it's particularly bad, but this is just bad Haikyuu. 
not that you know it in and of itself is bad but it's like all right sure we're just doing volleyball and we've been doing it for you know two months now yeah i've got undead unluck at 16 okay some of that's carryover from and now someone's randomly here to stab you Mm-hmm. And some of it's like, who's this person on the moon? Has this been established before? Nope. I don't remember points before, and I should be intrigued, but I'm just perplexed. Yes. Yeah, no, this, it's just a little bit higher for me. This didn't have the feeling of, uh, oh, God, I'm going to be canceled, but... No, it, it, it's it, with it all more, the color pages, it really doesn't feel that way, but it has a similar energy now yeah, that that's, you say that. My thought was, it's I'll, not that, oh, God, this is going to be canceled. It's him going, I don't have enough story to like because i'm like i'm clearly winding up to a finish so i don't have enough story to like stretch this out so i want to like get these concepts out and so he just kind of was like vomiting them at us like oh yeah i'm gonna do this like point system with this man in the moon thing and introduce this new character and it's like okay but why though yeah i could not tell you it perplexed me what do you got at 15 that's where i have sakamoto days same actually eh yeah, yeah. Every time, maybe I'll watch John Wick three next week. Mm-hmm. What do you have at fourteen? That's where I put undead on the left. All right, that's where I put the peas because yeah. I like like the girl getting involved and like the floatiness of it. Like I said, I like the peas a lot more than you. Can't mm-hmm. really make an argument for quality, only that I like it more. Gotcha. What do you have at thirteen? That's where I have black clover. Same. Yep. Uh, you know, some black clover sure happened this week. You know, showed up. He's yeah. like, I'm here to save you, Asta. Like, okay, I mean, this is cool, but like, eh. Yeah, exactly. Also, I think your girlfriend's with me. Or is that another one of my fairies? All the girls kind of look the same. It's Mimosa, the healing one. Okay. <laughs> he brought the healing one to help out because they're all wounded. So Checks not out. Noel, the water one. I, I'm not crazy. Noel and Mimosa look the same, right? basically especially when their hair gets like torn out of whatever style they're supposed to be in and you're like i they have the same nose they have the same eyes yeah no they look very similar and like i said it used to be like uh oh that's the hairstyle of that one but then like they both get torn out by battle so it's just hanging down and you're like mm, it's the healing one because of the magic around her yeah that's it uh, what do you have at number 12 12's where i have my hero okay eh I well, oh yeah, this was the. I remember thinking my hero was decent this week, so higher for me. But I don't remember. This was what the happened. Toga Toga's oh, like yeah. visiting her house, and again. Dobby's like, "I'll burn your house down for you," and she's like, "Thanks, Dobby." Yeah, and I was just kind of like, "Okay, why didn't we get this in the villain arc?" B. Can we move on with the story, please? I I agree with you on the latter, but this is by far the most interesting, like calm before the storm moment we've had so far. I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of sick of the calm before the storm moment. Super so fair. even though this, even though this actually was probably pretty interesting, I'm just like, can we, can we move this along? This could have been paced way better. I have Maki-chan at 12. Okay. I wonder if it's about to be concluded with this stuff. I could see Possibly? either way. Possibly. It's my number 11. I do kind of like, I did kind of like the, the fact of that maybe we as the reader are now this. And, you know, time entity that's like, oh, I'm going to, like, try and figure out why you two bonded. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it didn't do much for me. It's not, like, terrible. Like I said, no. a very flat Shonen Jump. Yeah, it but... went it went a space up for me, but yeah. I would uh, agree with that. And that's where I put Witch Watch in that okay. space up. Kind of funny, though, like, Minecraft stuff. A little mm-hmm. too on the nose, but, like, her packing them is funny. And... Yeah. 
the the one joke that really got me was like, oh yeah, you're such a square that you just feel natural. When yes, you're <laughs> when you're a block man. I liked that. I liked the boys kissing where she put the, it's like, don't put us facing towards each other. Now I'm kissing him. It's my number 10. So I thought it was kind of funny, but yeah. Uh, tens where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Like I said, glad this fight's over. Didn't hate it. Thought mm-hmm. it was a fine chapter with, with like something new in Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm-hmm. What do you got at number nine? That's where I have Mashal. I thought it was all right. You know, the skipping the stones thing is kind of cool. I'm liking it. I liked, I enjoyed Mashal and Up. Yeah. Nine's where I have Ayakashi Triangle. Okay. Uh, I feel like I made my thoughts on it clear. That's so totally fair. Like in the middle. What do you have at number eight? That's where I have Dr. Stone. You know, some cool stuff going on, but I was liking it, but this just kind of felt middle-ish, I guess. Eight's where I put Mashal, mostly okay. for the stone skipping and the way that's drawn. Mm-hmm. It's a cool idea, and it's drawn well. Yep. Which puts you above a lot of stuff. And like, it just like I said, very flat Shonen Jump. Mm-hmm. What do you got at seven? That's where I have the Elusive Samurai. I liked it. You know, the, the gag was pretty funny, so... I'm excited to see, you know, we've got the this new ninja clan that they got to deal with. It's like, all right, cool. Now we're moving into next arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven's where I put Mission Yosakura family. Okay. Like I said before, I also liked it, but the ending just seemed real rushed, and I'm certain that's what landed it here. Mm-hmm. What do you got at six? Uh, that's where I have Mission Yosakura. It did feel like it kind of just all of a sudden resolved itself, and not in a, like a comedic way. So... Uh, six is where I put my hero. Like I said, I like the Toga stuff. I like Toga Dobby is not really a relationship we've explored before. Mm-hmm. And the twice stuff is an interesting threat. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So like I said, by far the best calm during the storm chapter. But mm-hmm. I, I do agree with you. It's Can we have some fights? Can Dobby and Shoto fight for a bit, please? Mm-hmm. I don't know who Bakugo is going to fight, but can he? Yes. I would like some Shonen in my Shonen, please. Please. What do you have at number five? Five is where I have Jujutsu Kaisen. I liked it. I was enjoying it, and I'm excited to cut back to if we we might not, but the uh, the weird like comedy superhero man who's got the weird outfit. See how his fight's going. We might just cut back to it's done, or we could cut to Itadori. Yeah, I just meant like we might never cut back to his fight. We might just cut back to his fight is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's true. But I'm still hoping he's you know he's still a character and like him and Megami or. You don't introduce him not to have do something with him, right? Yeah. So, I've got the elusive samurai at five. Okay. I really like the like writing on his face gag, mm-hmm. like you said, and the ninja threat is decent. Yeah. No, it's good. What do you have at number four? Number four is where I have Ayakashi Triangle. Like I said, I I liked it. Uh, I liked the bit at the end with Matsuri now coming on to his only guy friend and having the memory loss, and so like how everyone's going to deal with that is pretty funny. All right, should be pretty funny. Four is where I have Doron Dororon, and okay. I think this is the first time you have it higher than me. Mm-hmm. I liked it quite a bit. Like I said, all that good shonen energy. Mm-hmm. It, it is shaping up into not like its best self, but what I wanted from it, certainly. Mm-hmm. So more of this would be great. Mm-hmm. So I have Ayashimon at three. Really liking it. Really liking the demon dog look. Like you said, the fact that it's not her drawing the dagger, it's the dagger being drawn reminds me of Blue Exorcist with like technically what it is is it's the sheath on the sword that's like keeping his inner demon at bay so it's the very similar thing so if someone else were to have the dagger they'd have power over her because they could like sheath it and seal her power again also like the moment where she's like all right we're getting out of here plus one more like she's gonna go get her friend that's in the car yeah 
I like that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Three's where I put Dr. Stone. Okay. It feels big, and like I said, I felt like Shonen Jump was pretty flat, so I think that Fair. is a lot of it. Uh, putting it over Doron Doron, something must have happened that I'm not remembering, that I was like, oh, I really like that bit, but I couldn't tell you what that is now. Yeah, I, I just, I generally liked it, so. What do you got at number two? Uh, that's where I have Doron Doron. I liked this chapter. Obviously, I liked it more than last week's, but this one really hit home with the kind of anger gets defeated by friendship vibe going on with it. Yeah. I got blue box at number two. Okay. I liked it quite a bit. Not as mm-hmm. much as you, I suppose, probably. Yep. I think you like blue box more than me. Generally, I, I but do it, think I like blue box more than you, but it's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do like this, like wrinkle in it, this yep. misunderstanding and like the forward momentum it has. Yes. So that was my number one. I really like this chapter. And I have Ayashimon at one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has the right mix of shonen idealism and cool ideas and, mm-hmm. Like, I'm excited to see next week Yeah, to get to the top. And like I said, what was a very flat week? Yeah, that's fair. All right. So speaking of things that aren't flat, I suppose, we read Sailor Moon Volume 6, and we will be back to talk about that after the break. So we read volume six of Sailor Moon this week. What did you think of it, Kevin? Do you remember it? <laughs> I do remember it because I read it today. Ah. So that that helps. The, you know, addition of, I was going to say Pluto and Uranus. Neptune and Uranus <laughs> are interesting. I had that, you know, I kind of like the, oh, was it like, was it like a Sailor Scout and a tuxedo mask? Or, oh, no, wait, it's two different Sailor Scouts. Is this guy a man or a woman? Some of the, like, silliness of that. Chibiusa's school adventures like just randomly getting like interjected of like we're her school friends we look exactly like Usagi's school friends only younger (laughs) and stuff like that was just kind of fun yeah I do love Chibiusa's school friends as like unimportant as they are for the most part yeah like I think literally I've just seen their faces at this point Uh, Uh, I think Momo gets a name and I think she's the only one I don't know if I could pick her out of the lineup Mm -hmm. I also like the master pharaoh 90 <laughs> and the addition of like oh we're we've got levels now <laughs> professor this is my favorite arc for the villains i love professor tomoe the yep. witches five and their rpg nonsense of, yes of course they defeated mamet she's only level 80 but i am level 260 yeah and then this is like the highest one is level 999 uh just funny to me yeah it's very funny it's uh I cannot think of the artist's name. Um, it's all of a sudden. She's just being like, man, I don't want to draw manga. I want to play some more Dragon Quest. I'll just <laughs> throw these guys some levels, give this guy an evil eye patch, and a daughter who could be like, you're not my real mom, to the evil monster yep. who's her mom now. Yep. Yeah, this is maybe my favorite arc of Sailor Moon. It also might be, of the arcs of Sailor Moon I really like, the least hinged. I feel like the hinges come more and more off mm-hmm. Sailor Moon as it goes on. Yep. Uh, and they weren't exactly battened down yes. in the first place. But I really like the stuff with Sailor Uranus, like you said. That seems really ahead of its time in a lot of ways. Yeah. With all the gender identity stuff. And not all of it hits the mark for that reason. But like I said, it seems really progressive and really genuine. 
Yeah. Uh, well, like the the one moment I was thinking of is when Usagi like just straight up asks him, "Are you a man or woman?" He goes, "Man, woman. Wow, does it matter?" Yeah. Exactly. Like I said, super ahead of its time to the point where the anime doesn't even do that bit. Yes. I also love how Uranus is just always putting the moves on Usagi. Yep. I love the idea of Sailor Moon being like, should I be jealous of Michiro? And I'm like, no, you, you, you're not the one who has to worry in this situation, <laughs> yes. actually. Yeah, I do love the one bit uh, where she's super down on herself. Like, did I? It's just like, does he think I cheated on him? Like, yeah, because you did. I mean, um, you kissed him. I well, feel like she was kissed. I'm not sure how much consent there was in that. There, there was de- the first time, no. The second time, yes. I feel like she was more like more interested and you could definitely tell she was having those feelings. Yeah. I really like the advancement of Usagi and Namaru's relationship after the last arc where yeah. in the last arc Usagi was super jealous of Chibiusa and now that's on the other foot to some degree but they both genuinely trust each other even mm-hmm. though they both do get upset about it. They're both like, well, they are I'm investigating them so they're probably doing the same thing. Yes. Like, this is probably fine. I love Chibiusa, like, getting them back together. I don't know if she's seen Back to the Future or not, but I, I it has was, strong vibes it, of that. It definitely has the strong <laughs> vibes of that, of her being like, I still want to exist later on, so I should probably stop being a cockblock. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, just the casual, yeah, what, so what did you make in Arts and Crafts class? Oh, the Holy Grail. You know the one that mom has? The Holy yes, Grail. Yes, the Holy Grail. I really like that. <laughs> The two that, you know, just adding that in. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's got magical powers and stuff. I was like, you're trying to make it out of clay. And she's made like a mug with yeah. two handles. And then you cut to the Holy Grail and it doesn't have any handles. I'm like, uh. <laughs> That's very good. Chibiusa is amazing. Like, Chibiusa is great from the beginning. Yep. But my favorite Chibiusa is the one who is Usaki's little sister daughter who is at school with her yes. and in training. Yeah, I like that. The monsters seem a little weird because they're like ah they're you know primeval humans i'm like they're shadow monsters what are you talking about (laughs) like you were just that that part of like oh they're de-evolved humans i was like humans were initially masses of shadow monster that's interesting that's an interesting take yeah i don't know how much we're supposed to take that as literally what's going on and how much that's just the news trying to explain it i, uh, yeah. I could definitely read it either way don't get me wrong i'm yeah. just saying i don't know which one that's, we're supposed that's to. that's fair i just it's because the it wasn't just the like it because the news story talks about it and then everyone else is like even afterwards like oh it's more of those de-evolved humans it was like those are those are clearly shadow monsters like if anything it looks like this power is manifesting the darkness inside of people not turning them into monkeys. <laughs> Sailor Moon fighting a bunch of monkeys would be pretty good, though. Yeah, uh-huh. I was imagining, you know, a bunch of people that kind of like... Like uh, caveman look. Like. Either either they look like Neanderthals or they look like... What would Nyaku Takeuchi, I remembered her name, drawing a Neanderthal look like? I want to see that. Get yeah. Odd. <laughs> I was thinking uh, sort of like orangutans like that have ridiculously oh, yeah, long, long arms. arms. Yep. Yep, okay. They, I can they see probably that. wouldn't be as pudgy as orangutans. They'd probably be, you know, Slender, skinny. Yeah. But instead of long legs, they just have ridiculously <laughs> long, long arms. Ah, uh, that would be very good. Uh, <laughs> please just draw Hunter Hunter. <laughs> I'd be so down. Yeah, so would I. That's uh, she's joked about it a lot. But I don't think she has ever been serious about it. Yes. But she's joked about being like, Yeah, if my husband doesn't get better, I'm just gonna have to draw it quite a I few would, times. I would I would be absolutely down with yeah. this. 
I, like yeah, all the girls are suddenly have the longest legs. That's fine. There weren't that many to begin with. And then Gone would just have the longest legs as well for no reason. <laughs> uh, I feel like great. Gone would look like Chibiusa all of a sudden. It, he could, but I just I like the idea that he wouldn't. Then like he's suddenly just taller than Kilua, and Kilua goes like, "Did did your legs like double in size, Grithbert?" <laughs> Most people get taller throughout their whole body, not just their legs get twice as long and their torso stays the same length. I love your art style, Takeuchi, as much as yes. I make fun of it. There's all sorts of good stuff here, too. I really like the way the evil prophecy is done, too, with them all having these same evil dreams and having yeah. different reactions to them and how the villains are having the same yeah. like prophecies. I think all that is really well done. Yeah, I kind of like the they're having this weird like clash with each other. Like It's essentially like two different people are reading the future and changing it because they're reading the future. So they're like, we can't get a good image because... I see something go to change, like go to make that happen. Then they see that happen, make it stop. So it's like clouding the future. Yeah. It's cool. I also think this arc is the best for the sailor scouts that aren't Usagi in terms of getting to do stuff, especially yeah. after the last one. And it's kind of ironic when this is also the point where we just start throwing more and more characters in to give them less and less focus. Mm -hmm. But they all get moments to so shine. And I love that the witches five are all like an evil version of the various sailor scouts. Yep. So Minako gets to fight an evil idol and Ami gets to fight an evil school genius. And yep. Even well, no, if they're not super gone into character-wise, yeah. it's nice foil. Mm -hmm. Sounded like you wanted to say something. They also have, you know, we have the one with uh, fire powers, and then I honestly forget, like, for the most part, I forget the powers in this because they're like, ha, and it's just like, it's essentially, it would just be like splashes of color on the screen yes. while stuff <laughs> is happening. Sailor Moon attacks happen, and then yep. someone is dead. Yes. <laughs> The only reason I know something happened is that they shouted the attack name. Yep. Th I mean, if you're the anime, though, you get to have fun with the moon spiral heart attack is one of my favorite attacks in animation. Because, like, Usagi just, like, throws her wand around, you know, like she's casting a spell. And then a giant heart shoots out. And it, the impact sound they use, it makes it sound like the monster got hit by a fucking truck. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, that just reminds me of the most recent Berserk anime where uh, people were making fun of the sound of him swinging the sword just sounds like some uh, uh, like uh, Iron Pan hitting something. Like, he's hitting them with a giant like iron. No, well, probably not that metallic, but... No, it but it, it just, it sound, it's so distinctive, but it sounds like, you know, you're hitting an, uh, like a block of wood with an iron, like a cast iron skillet, and it's just the funniest thing ever, because it was like, that is not the sound I would associate with a six-foot-long hunk of iron slicing through people to make, but there you go. <laughs> I mean, we haven't even talked about Haruka and Mitra's helicopters yes. <laughs> that they each have when they got that Batman money. Well, because they go to Infinity Academy. <laughs> like, I love the the silliness of, like, not a whole lot of time has passed, but they're just constantly, like, rediscovering uh, or rebuilding districts in Tokyo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is that Infinity District. How? Where did that come from? Uh, Magic. The plot. <laughs> we snapped our fingers and buildings showed up. I mean, that's a cool power. Uh, also, the school's a cult, just so you know. I yes. love, like, the cult, in, uh, like, introduction well, ceremony is. they have. It's like, seems very sus. Maybe it feels like some girls should not be falling for this. Mm -hmm. I mean, more than the two who are main characters and came here to spy on them. 
Well, I think it's mostly not just the, you know, hey, welcome to the cult as uh, we're brainwashing you to be part of the cult. So, like, that's it's, why they're not. Absolutely. It just, they skip the brainwashing part because Sailor Moon doesn't have time for that. You yes. know that. Yes. It's got to get the helicopters. And Usagi being like, now, Chibi Usa, don't talk to them. They're strangers. Let me go talk to them. And, like, don't let them take you home from school in their helicopter. Yeah. Although I do love that that happens. We haven't really talked about Hotaru at all yet. Yes. But um, she and Hotaru have that moment. And Hotaru's like, hey, it's a secret. Don't tell anybody. And Chibius is like, okay. And then the two weirdos give her a helicopter right. And they're like, hey, this is a secret. Don't tell anybody. And she immediately goes and tells her mom about that. Yes. While not mentioning the Hotaru stuff that is more innocent at all. Yes. I really liked that bit. Yes. Well, I mean, like, as you know. Oh, I got dropped off by uh, my helicopter friends. Like Usagi could see the helicopter leaving, you know. So it's not like, unlike with the Hotaru thing of like, oh yeah, I got magical healing from this girl. Why was that helicopter dropping you off? Uh, I can't. I can't explain that one away. Those two picked me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like that she basically tells Sailor Moon everything about that helicopter yes. ride, despite immediately making the same promise. And you know, she's got a head on her shoulders now because she. Turned into an evil teenager for a little while and mm-hmm. learned some stuff. Yeah. Like you do. Yes. Like happens. That's the uh, arc of human growth, right? Child, yes. evil teenager, child again. <laughs> yes. Adult. Well, I mean, she is several thousand years old. Yes. So. I think she's 900. I don't think she's several thousand. But Oh, yeah, that's right. She's only, but still. The point stands. <laughs> she's the oldest five-year-old. I yeah. she, although she comes off as like eight now, nine. She definitely comes off as older than. Yes in the previous story arc, whether time has passed for her or she is just like grown and matured now. So she gets to be older. I yes. don't know. Time is an illusion in most cases. And especially in Sailor Moon That's how much time has passed. Yes. About a year for them, but th- that's explicit because they're doing their high school entrance exams. Fair. But yeah, for her, uh, yep. In the future. Uh, yeah. Like I said, this is probably my favorite Sailor Moon arc. I love the villain designs. I love the new asshole characters who show up. I love the way Chibi Moon acts throughout it. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about that we didn't? Oh yeah, get the to? the silliness of Artemis talking about Neptune and Uranus and being like, "Oh yeah, they're like they're sailor scouts, but they're kind of like Pluto, where they like went off and did their own thing, but they're like mysterious." And part of me wanted to be like, "But it's Neo Queen Serenity. She had to have given them the orders, right? Like, shouldn't you know? Oh yeah, like they they were sent to do this." I feel like, yeah, uh, I don't know if it's not explained well, if it's explained better in the anime or if it's the translation thing or if they just changed it in the anime, but they are basically supposed to protect the solar system from external threats, so they're doing a fucking awful job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they, they're not supposed to be on Earth. They're supposed to be out there. Yeah, I'm, and, like they, they sort of made that, but like Artemis made it sound like, I don't know yeah. what they're doing. I was like, haven't you regained your memories? Compartmentalization and they... might explain that. That's a Up Diana there. should know for sure. She's from the future. Yes, Diana should know for sure. And they should probably, I mean, you know, maybe they don't recognize Usagi as Neo Queen Serenity. But it was like, we're not going to help you. I'm, I'm your boss. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're even better in the anime because in the anime, you know, things are very different in the Sailor Moon yeah. anime because it's way more monster of the week. But they're they're always just like, yeah, we just have to kill people. And Sailor Moon's like, no, what if we like tried friendship? It always seems to work out for me. And they're like, no, murder's the only solution. <laughs> Got to murder some people. It's the only way to do it. Can't make an omelet without murdering a few people. Yep. Can't make an omelet without murdering a few chickens. Uh, you you actually can. Oh, you you can. <laughs> 
Yeah, so there are like three arcs where Sailor Moon saves the day with friendship, and they're like, oh, I guess we've learned a lesson. Back to murdering people. (laughs) Sometimes murder isn't the answer. It's the one I pick, though. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I said, really enjoy this arc. Yeah. The next one, unfortunately, is the worst one, I think, but we have time before then. We've got Pharaoh 90 and her. I don't remember who Pharaoh 90's secret double queen is, but I'm sure she has one. Mm -hmm. Although maybe it is Pharaoh 90 to uh, kill a knight, and I'm wrong. Maybe they actually foreshadowed their secret evil double queen this time. Maybe. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about it? I think nope. it's very good, like yeah. I said. All right, then. That will just leave us with personality power level. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality power level is the segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the very top, we have Uzumaki Naruto. At the bottom, we have Koku from Flame of Rekka. That guy sucks. And in the middle, we have... Alibaba from Magi, Secret of the Labyrinth. Hmm. Uh, I don't think we need to move any Sailor Moon characters. No. You have Mitako and Usagi very near the top. Mm-hmm. Chibiusa at number 29, very respectable. Tuxedo Mask at 80. And Ami Mizunu at 84. Oh, and Queen Barrel at 94. I forgot Queen Barrel's on this list. And Artemis, who sucks, at 135. Yep. Who do you want to put on the list this week, Kevin? I have no idea. Yeah. I was going to say, Ami, she did stuff, but we already have her. Ray, maybe? She yeah. also sort of does stuff? Yeah, Ray also does stuff. You're right. Ray is my least favorite of the traditional Sailor Scouts, personally. I don't know how you would rank them. Yeah, I guess. It'd be very close between her and Jupiter, because uh, I can't even remember her name. Makoto. Okay. I could remember her dub name, and I'm like, Jeremy, you don't, you haven't watched that dub in like 30 years, and you also just call her Makoto. Why do you? Why is Alita suddenly the only thing you can think of? <laughs> yeah, but Makoto does wrestling. I guess Ray does fortune telling. Mm-hmm. So I don't like her as much as Ami. Yep. I don't think I like her as much as Queen Beryl, honestly, but... Fair. She's definitely better than Artemis, though. Yes. So let's see. Where's the... Uh, do we think she's better than Dobone from Flame of Rekka? He's the big, strong guy with an earring in his nose. No. No? Okay. Or no, yes. Sorry. Uh, I meant to say, no, he's not better. Okay. Like, that was what was going through my head. Yes, she is better. Yes. Do we think she's better than Ichigo from Bleach? I kind of don't, although I think it's pretty close. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it to Ichigo. Okay, so the final question, I will leave this one completely up to you, because you know the character better. Better or worse than Usamu Mikumo from World Trigger? Before you answer... Let me say that it is canon in DC Comics that the Martian Manhunter has a Japanese schoolgirl identity named Rehino, <laughs> which Batman gives him shit for. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's not, re- it's not a thing she does, though. It's no. a thing the Martian Manhunter does. Yeah, I, I think I'm still going to give it to Ozmu. I've been meaning to get back into uh, World Trigger, because like I mentioned last week, I am behind on a bunch of my stuff. All right, so Ray Hino, a.k.a. Sailor Mars, goes at number 98, above Domon and below Osamu, whose name I'm probably saying wrong, but that's Probably. I, I have no idea. And that'll do it for this week. Next week, February starting, so we're going to read Haikyuu. Mm-hmm. We're going to get back to our volleyball boys and complain more about high school. how high school family is not Haikyuu, probably. Yes. If I had to guess. Probably. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other podcasts, including It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. 
www.patreon.com slash last podcast is our Patreon if you want to support us. We just, and by we, I mean me and my friend Zach and Tyler, Kevin was not there, did over nope. three hours on the first Modica movie, which rules and is very Sailor Moon inspired. If you want to give that a listen, $5 will unlock that for you. Anything you want to plug this week, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>